What's your damage, Bailey? Like physically or emotionally? Oh damn! I didn't know. <laughs> I should have known. Yeah. I should have known saying that would bring some shit up. <laughs> Shoddy bay is broken. Oh. <laughs> I say it a bit. <laughs> Good signal there of your yeah. mental state. Just. <laughs> Let me hit my vape and put on my cat ear. <laughs> I can't with you. Oh my god. <laughs> Welcome to Be Gay Do Crimes. I'm Sam. I'm Billy. Jesus Christ. Oh, damn. <laughs> <laughs> Hello! Hello, besties. We are back with more Heathers. I got a long break from this show, but it's time to return to Westerberg High School. Unfortunately. Um, literally, unfortunately. Like, oh my god. Uh, I'm not going to do any cast members this time, even though I said I was going to do one every episode, but I don't want to, and you can't make me, so... Yeah. yeah. Get shit on. <laughs> okay, we're gonna we're gonna do what we're gonna do. We're just gonna go ahead and start. Okay, so the episode opens with Veronica dressed in like fifties attire, like a cool fifties hat and a coat with a like fifties hairstyle. And Heather McNamara is there too, trying to sell jewelry to Veronica. But the jewelry represents slit wrists. Like, it's a little red bracelet with a little red thing hanging down your arm. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Oh. Okay. Oh. <laughs> the store they're at That's is the called... picture. <laughs> oh, God. Um, it's called Deep Regrets. Heather is trying to get Veronica to join her by taking the first step. Then Veronica tells her that she and JD should send more people to her because she's bored. Meaning they should kill more people. No, they shouldn't. They should just stop and go to jail. Maybe. <sighs> maybe. <sighs> then when Veronica is trying to defend herself, Heather implies that JD should have shown up to Heather's funeral if he really cared for Veronica. We get some dumb glitchy effects in the crappy theme sequence. And this episode is called Date Rapes and AIDS Jokes, which is a movie quote by JD talking about what Kurt and Rom, Kurt and Ram offered to this world. Also, I don't like that I like Kurt and Ram more than the main characters in this show. I don't like that they made them the likable ones. And didn't just keep Veronica as the likable one. She is so unlikable in this show. <laughs> I love when they make, like, main characters unlikable. Like, I just stopped- I- Okay, so Vampire Diaries just got taken off of Netflix. Oh my god, I freaking it. hate Bro, Elena. What the fuck is wrong with you, Elena? <laughs> I'm like, I couldn't- I struggled to finish the fourth season because of just how unlikable she got. I didn't even finish the fifth season before they took it off of Netflix. It- Ah! It just- Ugh. But anyways. 
Veronica wakes up at Heather McNamara's funeral, which is a great thing to do, you know. Bailey, if you fall asleep at my funeral, your ass is gonna get haunted. Bro, I'm gonna do it so that I can just hang out with you still. Oh, that's so cool. I'll, I'll haunt you just because then. Okay. But I'll do that scary shit. <laughs> uh, oh, okay. I'll turn into, like, poltergeist and, like, haunt your ass. Every time I hear a poltergeist now, I think of that Corpse Husband song. Oh my god. Yeah, uh, sexy. I'm sorry. I, I no ADHD medicine this week, guys. Oh, <laughs> I'm on a new med. Oh, I've got yeah. my. I'm. I have two pills I'm taking now because my mental health. Um, Is last fine. Friday was absolutely destroyed. We're not gonna talk about that person because no, thank you. Anyways, um. So I'll talk yeah. Shit about them in my head. Oh, buddy, I know. Um, so, <laughs> uh, Heather Chandler, Heather Duke, and Veronica approach Heather McNamara's yellow casket, and Chandler gets pictures of her being sad by the casket, and my eyes rolled back into my head and somehow weren't permanently stuck there. Because she does that dumb, like, pouty lip thing, and it made me want to vomit. Ah. My soul. <sighs> then Heather stands at the pulpit and she's a grade A twat and makes it about her, saying that she is the face of suicide and she makes Heather sound selfish and like she was trying to upstage Heather Chandler. <sighs> she says that she will be the vessel and people should talk to her about their feelings. She sits down and Heather McNamara's parents stand up. Oh my god, this Part. Mm. The mom says, our daughter was straight and we love her. And then the dad says, we love our dead straight daughter, which pisses me off so much. I could hear that on your end. <laughs> so, <laughs> uh, the uh, I love my dead gay son moment from the movie was meant to be a commentary because right after JD says, wonder how we'd react if his son had a limp wrist and a pulse, meaning that if he were alive and gay, his dad wouldn't be as accepting as he is of it when his son is dead. Here it's being played as just a dumb reference and a joke. <sighs> after the uh, funeral, Heather Duke says all this death is making her grief jerky, whatever that means. Ew. She hands Veronica her phone to fill her bottle with holy water, and Veronica asks why um, Kurt is texting her about blowjobs. Heather tells Veronica not to tell anyone because she doesn't want people to know she's hooking up with a boring jock. Then she asks Veronica to do a double date with her and Kurt, Veronica reminds her about JD, but she's like, why didn't JD come to the funeral if he likes her so much? Which I'm saying, he is garbage. <laughs> yeah, in okay, so there's a 10th episode that never got aired because it was, um, there was a school, well, this whole sh show got delayed because there was a school shooting and they were like, this is problematic considering this just happened. There's a 10th episode that never got aired because it was so offensive that they couldn't air it. Because it had to do with, like, 
a bomb and a school getting blown up. So they just took parts of the 10th episode and kind of smushed it into the 9th. And then the 9th episode is chaotic and a nightmare. Ah. Because they just tried shoving it into places. That episode gets its own episode because uh, we're doing even two episodes and nine is not an even number. For reals? Are you doing your homework right now? No, I'm drawing an eyeball. Oh, okay. I mean, to each their own. Um, so at Veronica's house, JD is in the drive, or not in the driveway, but like on her road and she walks out and he's like, hey, get in the car. And she's like, no, why didn't you go to the funeral? And he says he didn't want to go because it's just another episode of grief. Who wore it best? He says that the funeral had nothing to do with Heather McNamara. He says more big words and Veronica goes back inside. Then they show a statue in front of the school of a white man holding the head of an indigenous person with a small child on his leg. Which I'm really not sure what the point of that was. I think it's supposed to be a commentary about how, like, there are a lot of mascots for schools that are racist. And people just, like, are like, oh, that's that. <laughs> but they don't try to make a commentary on it, so it's just there and it's really stupid and racist for no reason. It's not even a commentary on racism. It's just, like... Here's racism, let's put it in your face. Yeah. Yeah. It's been ten minutes, and this is only, like, the first five minutes of the show. Lovely. The school staff are talking, and Pauline is trying to get them to let her host a healing session. Obviously, the others say, say no. Someone suggests a bake sale, the coach remarks that teens love muffins, and I do love muffins. Um, but Pauline thinks feeding suicidal kids sugar is a bad idea. But what the heck? I want my muffins! Bro. What the heck? For legal sugar reasons, muffins. that's a joke. I surprisingly do have a small bit of will to live. I do not. Felt that. <laughs> mostly because I'm mostly lying. Please, I don't want to go to the hospital again. For legal reasons, that's a joke. <laughs> um, but sad kids deserve muffins, too. Bro, we live off of sugar and nicotine. Speak Not for yourself Sam. on that last one. <laughs> I I have asthma. Listen, I can't be ingesting. That's Not ingesting, but like inhale, inhaling. That's the word. I don't need to be inhaling that shit. Um, but, yeah. The theater teacher decides they should do a musical called Su Teenage Suicide, Don't Do It, which is a reference to the song that they reference in the movie by Big Fun. Yeah. Um, the staff isn't sure, but Maurice fights for it, and the principal agrees. The Heathers and Veronica walk down the hall to shitty music, as always, because the soundtrack in this show is ass. I feel like this show is just ass. Th this show is ass. Like, uh. Like, sweaty teenage boy ass. <laughs> oh, gross, really? I know, but that's the only way I know. Cause this show is gross. Not in the way that 
sweaty teenage boy ass is gross, but gross in the sense that this is highly offensive and gross. Anyway. <sighs> Heather sees the musical sign-up sheet, and she makes a speech to the nerds and makes Heather Duke bend over so she can sign up. I have always wanted to be around a friend and just be like, hey, bend over. I want to do this. Hey, baby, bend over. Oh, my God. Fuck you. <laughs> no, thank you. I didn't want to. Oh. I thought you were offering. No, I already have offers. And they're not from you. Hey, yo. I've Call already declined later. to hook up. Sorry. <laughs> I'm cutting that out. That's not going in there because I don't need my sister hearing about that. Bro. Anyways. Leave it in, leave it in, leave it in. Oh my god. I might, who knows. Please. Peyton, I'm joking. No, I'm not. (laughs) I hope Joyce listens to it. Well, anyways. Never mind. (laughs) Never mind, never mind. (laughs) Skirt. Where was I? I got confused. Oh. Heather Chandler makes Duke audition too, so she looks bad next to... Um, Heather Chandler, and that helps Heather Chandler do better. <sighs> Heather Chandler walks off, and we follow the nerds who start comparing Chandler and McNamara's suicide, saying Heather Chandler's was better, and McNamara's felt forced. I literally wanted to hurt someone. <sighs> <sighs> suicide feel forced. <sighs> This show is something else. Duke asks Veronica if she thought about going on the double date with her, and Veronica says she doesn't feel like, quote, getting date raped on a school night. (sighs) This show makes me want to commit a crime, particularly arson. You good? No, this is only like the first ten minutes, so we have two episodes to cover. Oh my god. How long are the episodes? Like 45 minutes. Oh my god. Okay, we gotta hurry this up before I lose my will to live. Because it's hanging by a thread. Anyways, Duke begs her to and then walks away. Veronica sees JD and leaves. Veronica decides to go, and we cut to people playing laser tag, which is such a cool date idea. F- um, dear future girl, uh, future girlfriend or partner, um, please take me to play, um, laser tag on a date. I will love you forever. Same, Tristan, best be listening. Yeah. Take and take Bailey acts- laser tag and um find me a friend. To go, I want to do a double date if that's happening. Anyways. And that axe throwing arcade down the street? Take me to that too, bitch. Oh, heck yeah. That sounds fun. Oh, yeah. I'm scared of the thought of you with an axe, though. <laughs> I'm gonna turn into fucking Lizzie Borden. Bro, I have a machete. Oh, God. It's 18 inches, just like my. Oh, my God, stop. <laughs> Anywho. Um. Hey. Uh, the guys are getting into laser tag, while Duke and Veronica just talk about college, which kind of defeats the point of it being a date. Like, (laughs) they're off doing their thing. They're on more of a date (laughs) than they are with the people they came with. 
But as they walk and talk, Duke shoots various people. And to me, that is such a power move. To be winning while barely paying attention? Hell yeah. Duke asks Veronica about JD. And Veronica kind of zones out while talking about how she doesn't know what they are. She says she doesn't know if they're going to be the next Will and Kate or Bonnie and Clyde. She goes to ask for Duke's opinion, but Duke has walked away and is, like, talking to someone else. Heather Chandler is taking selfies on her bed, but gets up, pissed that she can hear people talking. And I'd say that's selfish, but that just sounds like me when people are loud while we're recording, which literally is so funny. I didn't even realize that was there. I literally just said, please hold, because my parents were walking by. Okay. We're just gonna have to ignore my parents. There's- oh my god. This is literally proving the point that I just made. Um, she sits by the stairs as the drama teacher is talking to her mom, and her mom keeps making fat jokes about Heather, and then laughs when he says he wants Heather to be the lead in the play. So- Honestly, I can kind of see a little bit of why Heather Chandler is the way she is in this version. Because, like, imagine having a fat-shaming mom who literally doesn't think you have any talent. I can honestly kind of relate to that because, like, for a while my mom did not support my choice to go to a drama school. And I thought it was because she thought I didn't have enough talent to go. Turns out it's just because, like, I don't know. It wasn't that, though. She just thought I needed to have a backup. I'm talented enough not to need one. I'm kidding. My mom is still trying to get me to do my backup. But no, I need someone who can do my nails. Anyways. Um, she texts Veronica and asks where she is. Veronica is texting back when she gets shot with a laser. Because again, they're playing laser tag by Ram. Ew. Okay, she tells him that laser tag isn't her thing, but he tells her things don't always have to be dark and depressing and promises to tell Heather that she didn't enjoy herself and convinces her to play seriously. And it's actually a really cute moment. They're just like going through and they're being really cute together. Um, I'm really sad that she does, I, spoiler alert, she doesn't end up with Ram. I wish she had because they would have been so cute together. Um... Then the one employee is, like, saying his lines because, like, he is, like, being like, oh, you have gotten this item. Please move forward. And then Veronica shoots him and then Ram just, like, freaking says shut up and, like, pushes him. Like, damn, Ram. Then they get the, as I said, they get the antidote thing because it's, like, a zombie thing, I think, is, like, the theme of the laser tag. And they have a cute moment before going to find Heather. JD gets home and his dad and his dad and his dad's new girlfriend are eating dinner. My notes, sometimes I don't finish a sentence. So this is fun. Um the girlfriend's name is Tina, spelled T-E-Y-N-A. And JD is not phased. She talks about taking a bunch of classes, and JD does not care. He's just, like, zoned out, like, I don't care. Like, this is stupid. He, she asks him about a girlfriend, and then tells him that 
he should get married and have kids as soon as possible. JD cuts his steak while giving her a death glare. Then he says the following. Hold on, I gotta adjust this so I can... Okay. Marriage is a wound. Marriage is fear. It's weakness. Marriage, Tina with a Y, is the public announcement that you are not whole as a person, and on top of that, to hold a giant celebration to advertise the fact that you alone are not enough and you need an entire other human to staunch the bleedings of your own inadequacies. Damn! <laughs> he keeps going with this all I can write without wanting to slam my head against the wall. Well, guess what? Guess what, JD? Fuck you. Some of us want to get married, okay? Some of us think marriage is stupid. Okay, guess who's not going to be in my fucking wedding? The homophobia that has been presented to me is astronomical. I'm calling the police. Well, I'm not going to have someone at my wedding who's anti-marriage. I just think the idea of getting married is stupid. I'm sorry that I want tax benefits. No, like, I get that part. It's just the actual ceremony. It was, like, originally made for a man and a woman, and everything is so based around that. Like, those little cake toppers. And then they're like, oh my gosh, what's your husband gonna wear? And then, like, bitch, I'm marrying a woman. Shut the fuck up. <laughs> what the? Okay, but I want to get married. And I want to be in it. Okay, you can be in it. You just... Damn. I just, mm, I can understand being anti-marriage, um, but he just takes it too far. He's so much. Yeah. And yet, uh, he literally is like the Joe Goldberg of this show. Which is really funny since the actor who plays JD played Forty and you. And Forty was my favorite character. <laughs> they killed yeah. him. I'm still so upset they killed him. What? I said, yeah, but he was kind of a twat. No, he was a... He, I, shut up! Don't come for him! <laughs> okay. I didn't. What are you talking about? Okay. <sighs> Ram drops Veronica at home, and once again, it's really cute. Ram is about to ask if she's okay, and she interrupts him being like, no, Ram, I'm not gonna sleep with you. And I'm like, let him you're so mean for no Ugh. once again her being the elena of the show <laughs> i can't okay 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 he offers to let her talk about heather's death if death heather's death if she needs someone he opens the door for her and they say goodnight and my heart swells because it's cute. Kurt drives Heather home and they park a while away. Kurt gives her a ring that says the first thing Heather ever said to him, which was, Stop staring at me, urinal cake. So <laughs> romantic. <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> I'm trying to think of the first thing I ever said. I don't know the first thing I ever said to my ex. They're irrelevant and it doesn't matter. Alright. So. That's so funny. Haha. Ha. <laughs> Literally, like, 
I literally wrote after Stop Staring Me Urinal Cake, I wrote, haha, so cute. Um, Heather agrees to let his parents meet her. Then they say goodnight. Heather kisses Kurt. Heather gets home to, and tells her stepmom to clap her ass to strip her music at a lower volume. <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> I'm sorry, but Heather Duke is probably one of my favorite characters in this show just because the audacity to say half the crap she says. Just... Oh. <laughs> um. <clears throat> then Heather Chandler is there, pissed that she went out with Kurt. She calls Veronica a boot cut jean. What the fuck? Oh, my phone's at ten percent. Penis. She spews some dumb shit about how Heather isn't enlightened and tells Heather to break up with Kurt in front of everyone. The next day, Heather does it and calls him a cross-eyed dumpster cat. And it's super cringy and dumb. And, yeah, because Kurt is dumb and doesn't know what's happening. And the whole metaphor thing makes me want to vomit. She gives the ring back, but I do feel bad for her. And then Chandler has a girl named Lizzie who's in foster care. That she just, like, has with her now. And J.D. Okay. walks up to... Yeah. It's cringy. J.D. walks up to Veronica, but Veronica is mad they didn't eat lunch together. And that a heads up from her boyfriend would have been nice. And J.D. <laughs> says that calling him... Her boyfriend sounds so high school. And she says, that's because we are in high school. And I'm just like, yes, Veronica. Roast him. It's like one of those dudes that's like, yeah, you guys act childish. I'm like, aren't you a fucking child? <laughs> yeah. I just, and oh, I'm sorry to anyone who does this, but I hate when you say, like, when you call your significant other yours. When you're like, oh, I'm so glad you're mine. That, I don't know. I just hate that. It makes me uncomfortable. My first boyfriend did that, and it drove me insane. We only lasted two weeks. Bailey actually helped me break up with him. Don't worry. If y'all ever need somebody to break up with somebody, I got you guys. Heck yeah. <laughs> I will help too. I love breaking up with people. Can we talk about the fact that I've been in four relationships. Bo two were um, people that were assigned male at birth and two were assigned female at birth. The ones that were assigned male at birth, I broke up with. The two that were assigned female at birth broke up with me. I don't know how that just how. Do I just not have good luck when it comes to um, assigned fem female at birth people? Like, what the heck? No, you just have bad luck with partners. I'm going to be honest with you. Why is it? Luck you? I'm actually on good terms with one of my exes right now. Um, who definitely is not has struggled with mental health. I guarantee he is not going to be listening to this episode. <laughs> Which one? Uh, Nathaniel. 
If you are listening to this, hello, Nathaniel. How are you? Hi. Penis. Oh, God. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um. Okay. Where was I? Um. Oh. They broke up. What? They were breaking up. No, they weren't. <laughs> Jay oh. says that what they have transcends high school. Veronica tells him that she went on a date with Ram and that she had a good time. They have a fight where JD spouts more philosoph- philosophical bullshit and Veronica tells him he has the political beliefs of a dorm room poster and walks away. <laughs> Which is such a true statement. He literally does. I hate agree, but yeah, I don't like agreeing with the show, so uh, shut up. JD stares at Ram and then cuts to black. Oh, she he also is like, are you trying to make me jealous? Anyways, Veronica writes in her diary that she thinks she does like Ram and didn't go out with him just to make JD jealous. She says she wants boys to die for her and that JD is going to show up at the window and beg her to take him back. Then the window opens, but it's not JD, it's Ram. And Ram wants to show her something. But first, we are at the night of auditions. Heather Chandler gets mad because her parents won't adopt Lizzie. They're like, you never, she says, you never buy me anything. Duke gets mad when she shows up and sees Lizzie doing Chandler's makeup. She remarks that replacing Heather McNamara with another black girl is a little on the nose, which racist would have been a better word for that. But, um... Apparently, Lizzie is actually a replacement for Heather Duke. Heather Chandler insults her with her shitty idea of insults. Then Duke gets called to sing. Chandler tells Lizzie she has a lot to learn and tells her to go cheer for her. I actually like Lizzie. Lizzie's probably um, one of the most decent characters in the show. She's probably, like, I'd say the least problematic. I like, I especially like Lizzie in the next episode. Um, the auditions start, Duke sings, and her voice is really, like, it's interesting, but it's really good. Um, but then Chandler pushes her out of the way and sings a song that was ruined for me by Handmaid's Tale, which is the song, Heaven is a Place on Earth. If you know, you know. If you don't, you don't. (sighs) I'll tell you about it later. (sighs) This Bailey is looking at me. Heather Chandler is doing great until Lizzie starts singing from the audience. And I just, I need both of these actresses to do a duet of this song and put it on Spotify now. Because their voices together are just like, chef's kiss. Lizzie gets the lead and Chandler is pissed, which is excellent payback for Duke. She's like, mmm, suck it. Ram takes Veronica to Butcher's Bridge, which he's decorating with lights. Apparently, there's a legend that General Westerberg came here with this young indigenous girl and married her. And they say if you kiss on this bridge, then you'll be married forever. Veronica reminds him that the girl that he married was only 12. And he, like, gets kind of flustered and he's like, oh, yeah, but, you know, my parents kissed on this bridge and I thought it'd be romantic. And she's like, it's okay, it's sweet. And he brought spaghetti with lots of oregano. And I love it. But yeah, he brought spaghetti with lots of oregano for her. And he got there early to do the lights. 
the lights flicker off as they're about to kiss, and he tells her to close her eyes while he fixes it. She does, and we suddenly see Ram's body drop down, his neck hung in the lights. Veronica screams, and on top of the bridge is JD. Veronica grabs a knife from the picnic and goes up on the bridge, and he says that she did make him jealous and makes some creepy speech about how jealous he is. It's like, I'm jealous of the rain when it falls on your cheek and a bunch of other really cringy things. Ew. And it's just, ah. Uh. And the entire time I'm watching this, I'm just pissed that he had to kill Ram and cause her to waste a perfectly good plate of spaghetti. That spaghetti goes completely wasted. <laughs> Veronica drops the knife and says, quote, You had me the moment I saw Ram's lifeless body. Because guess what? Veronica's just as batshit. What the fuck? I know! Ah! And that's episode three. By the <laughs> this point in watching, oh, I was literally fuck. exhausted. And I had to take, like, a couple days break. I literally texted Bailey. What did I text Bailey? I said, I finished episode three of Heather's, and I'm so fucking exhausted from the bullshit of it all. Because <laughs> literally I was. I was tired. I have only listened to this little clip of you talking. And so far, I'm exhausted. I know. It's, oh, in this episode. What the fuck? Oh, I need a minute. <laughs> okay. Episode 4, entitled Our Love is God, opens with Veronica and JD laying down in the snow, looking at each other. Them and my ex are why love currently annoys me. I'm sorry. Ram was good for her. But in the show version, Veronica is sadistic as fuck. <gasps> JD gives her a gift for her birthday, and it's his mom's red scrunchie. Why would you give your girlfriend your dead mom's scrunchie? So then he can hide the blood that's on it, you know? <laughs> Why would you give your girlfriend anything from your dead mother? That's so weird. Maybe like a ring or like a yeah. necklace or something. Yeah, ring or necklace. But no bitch had lice before she died. <laughs> no one heard she probably did. Oh. Tiny JD, I bet he gave her so much lice. He looks <laughs> young JD looks like he would have lice. Constantly. Just like literally never not have lice. He would get rid of lice and then it would be back. Lovely. <sighs> they kiss and then they leave the stupid theme plays and then we see veronica looking in the gift box veronica is then joined at the lockers by betty finn who acknowledges that it's her birthday oh yeah by the way the way it's her birthday said, the way you just said that reminds me of what is it frozen where it's like it's my birthday or is that Tangled? Tangled. Tangled, that's what it is. That's yeah. Like, it reminded me of so bad. <laughs> I was just like, whoa. 
Okay. <laughs> Sorry. She, she mentions that um, on Veronica's 10th birthday, they froze their friend's bra. Which is such an activity. What a great thing to do with your friend. Sam, can I come over to your house? You want to freeze my bra, don't you? I put pudding in it. Ew! Do not put pudding in any of my bras. Thank you. No promises. Especially not my binder. Oh, please don't. That binder was $40. Where'd you get it from? Um, I don't know. Oh, okay. I'll tell you later when I look it up. Okay. Because also, I don't know how to pronounce it. Um... Betty invites her over, but she says JD and her are hanging out, but they can hang out afterwards. Heather, Duke, and Kurt sneak into the bathroom to make out, but Kurt reminds her that she just broke up with him. But Duke tells him Heather Chandler made her do it. Then she... She tells him to give Mama some stevia. What the fuck? Ew. Which is supposed to be like, give mama some sugar, but why didn't you just say that? It would have been cringy, but still, it would have been better than give mama some stevia. (sighs) We cut to Veronica's house, where her parents aren't paying attention to her, and when the mom shows even a little bit of interest, the dad is like, don't be such a helicopter mother. Then after Veronica leaves, the mom's like, I just worry. And then she's like, what would I even serve at a funeral? And the dad's like, what has gotten into you? You'd obviously serve your artichoke artichoke dip. Which sounds nasty. It's not good. And also, there are zero good parents in this show. No one's... The best parent is literally Heather Duke's stepmom. And I only say that because she's really iconic. I almost thought you said, um, JD's dead mom. (laughs) (laughs) No, actually, his dad's really good. (coughs) Until something happens in, um, which we'll get, we'll get to in the next time we do this. Oh my god, I'm not prepared. Those are the most, um... Insane two episodes of the entire show. Episodes, um, five and six are so unhinged. It's insane. But anyways, um, yeah. We find out that Veronica lied and she's actually going out to, oh, by the way, she said she was going to Betty's. She's not. She's going to hang out with JD. JD asked what Veronica's thinking about, and she's thinking about Heather McNamara and what she could have done differently, and then JD says there's no plan to what happens in life. Veronica is so attracted to his craziness, and it pisses me off. I've had a crazy ex before, and literally, like, I was not attracted to that. I was, I was, like, repelled by it. I was like, get away from me, you're crazy. Hey, did you say A? Like a singular? I have multiple, but... (laughs) And it's not the one you're thinking of. They are not crazy. They're just shitty. I know. I know. But anyways, 
Um, JD looks away from the road and asks Veronica to be his eyes. And this scene makes me genuinely upset because how come this idiot has his license but I can't get mine over a freaking three-point turn? They failed me because I did a three-point turn slightly wrong. Because my dad taught me wrong. I'm 18. I turned 19. And literally, what day is it? In 12 days, and I still don't have my license, and I'm not getting my license until the 22nd. Yeah. Don't laugh at me. <laughs> Three point turns are hard. My instructor made me do it like six times. I literally, he made me like go back to the DMV because I did it wrong. He literally failed me like that. He was like, done. That's crazy. Anyways. Which I think, yeah, you could point out that I do it wrong, but you don't have to freaking fail me over it. <gasps> then they're making out somewhere, and I just have to point out that during this scene, JD's making out with her shoulder. Like, not even, like, the neck or the lips. Her shoulder. And he's, like, <sighs> it looks like he's, like, sucking her shoulder, and it's so uncomfortable. We see in the car that J uh, Veronica's phone is ringing, and it's Betty, and she had ice cream all set up and balloons spelling Veronica's name, which is really creepy. Then, we have one of the most frustrating parts of this show. Heather Chandler is selling merch that says, I am suicide, and one poster shows her with a gun in her mouth. <sighs> what the fuck? <laughs> She says her goal is to become the new face of suicide, and oh my god, this show is worse about suicide than 13 Reasons Why. It is so embarrassingly bad. The fact that this show almost had a second season is disgusting. Well, having one season is already disgusting enough. Ha! I'm glad there wasn't a second season, because the pain I'm going through right now... And you didn't even have to watch it. I literally had no. to sit through 45 minutes each. So like 45 times 9. That's like a bunch of hours wasted. Hold on. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways. Back to the show. It's clear this whole thing is because she's mad about Lizzie getting the lead. A girl who's known as Trailer Parker is walking down the hallway and wants to get a shirt, but it's $42, which is usually common for, like, merch for certain things, like, for big, um, artists and stuff like that. But for some dumb school shirt? That is ridiculous. You wasted six hours of your life watching this show. <laughs> <laughs> and haven't you seen it twice? Oh no. This is my third time around. Oh my. <laughs> 12 hours. Wait, what is. 20. What is 45? 45. 45 times th uh, 4. What? Wait, that's an hour 30. Wait, hour 30 plus hour 30. 3 hours. So. Six hours. Yeah, times nine. Yeah, a lot of hours wasted. I'm about to cry just thinking about what I've done with my time. A whole day, Sam. Oh my god. <laughs> I literally don't want to be here anymore. This is embarrassing. It's not even- the it's last episode. <laughs> no um, <more. laughs> 
After this, we're gonna watch something cute and fun that doesn't make me want to leave. It may be time for spooky season, and we. <gasps> we need to do. Uh, what's that movie you showed me? They slash them. No, the uh, the other one. Um, there's someone at your house. There's someone in your house or something like that. It's the movie that has the, um... Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. The non-binary person. Yes. Uh, we need to do that movie. I also need to talk about how upset they are, I am that they killed one of my favorite characters. Anywho. Um. Wait, hold on. Can I talk about something else real quick? Yes. Please give me a break. Please. Okay. So there's this movie out on... <gasps> oh, they, them? I've, I want to see uh-huh. that. It's literally a horror movie about a um, conversion camp. <laughs> I want to watch it so bad. Um, yeah, we're definitely going to watch that. Ooh, what is Pray Away? That's a documentary. <laughs> we're not covering that. I don't want to witness that because, um, yeah. <laughs> I literally did. Oh, my God. When me and my ex were still together, um, their mom was giving me a ride home, and their mom is very homophobic, and literally, like, my, uh, senior project was about, about conversion therapy, and I was like, oh yeah, I did that, my, uh, senior project, and you know, now I'm done, and she was like, oh, what was your senior project about? My heart literally dropped into my stomach, and I was like, oh, you know, just psychology and you know teens and mental health (laughs) and i literally like my brain stopped working for a second (laughs) yeah my mom also threatened to out my ex which is not fun please don't ever do that my friend accidentally outed their ex oops you had to do a senior project yeah you didn't went away with that no what the heck? I think they're about to get rid of it, though. But I literally, I got 100 on it because my teacher was, um, mine was late. Literally, mine was late, and I got 100 on it. But to be fair, um, I didn't turn it in because I was sick. And then I literally finished, I took two Benadryl, passed out, woke up at 8 a.m. and finished it. But anyways, back to the show. <laughs> At home, Trailer makes her own I Am Suicide shirt, and people at school laugh at her and are like, ugh. And then there's a football game she goes to, and she goes to the top because everyone's just ignoring her and jumps into the middle of where the football team and cheerleaders are holding a prayer. She just (laughs) hits the ground, and I'm like, oh my god. Damn. In another fucking staff meeting. I'm sick of these staff meetings, I'm telling you. We find out that her name is Brianna, and since nobody in this show has the decency to call her by her real name, I will. The theater teacher is a dick about it, and Pauline suggests that the play is promoting suicide and that they do nothing. The theater teacher oh, this p- says that a poor girl trying to kill herself will make it so nobody thinks suicide is cool now, and has the audacity to say that she should have killed herself weeks ago. What in the fuck? This teen- He is allowed to be teaching at a school. Just said that a teenager who tried to kill herself should have done it weeks- Ah! Ah! 
Do you see what I do for you guys? I watched this for you. It's been 52 minutes in this session. I can't do this. Okay, okay. Heather Chandler finds out and is angry that her brand was ruined. They corner Brianna in the bathroom and she tells her to transfer to Washington. Transfer to Jefferson. Because your future at Westerberg is as useless as your legs. Because she's paralyzed and in like on one of those motorized like scooter things. What the fuck? No one <laughs> Great like job, Heather. Attack a girl who just survived a suicide attempt. As someone who has struggled with mental health for a while and even spent a week in a mental hospital, the treatment of Brianna is absolutely atrocious. Excuse me, my nose is runny. They just, like, go after every minority ever in this show. Literally. What the, what the fuck? I... <laughs> They're like, let's just hit every single base. I, I get every single base with a fucking shotgun or something. Like, what the fuck? I know! It's... <sighs> As they're walking out, Lizzie speaks up and says that she thought the whole point of the campaign was to help people like Brianna. She even says Brianna is a victim of people like Chandler. And Lizzie is probably one of the only characters in this show that I can tolerate. Because of this, I was like, yes, Lizzie! Get her! <laughs> Chandler um, grabs Veronica and reminds her of their deal. And Veronica says she's sick of the deal, but Chandler threatens to expose them for trying to kill her. But Veronica's like, tell them. You don't have any proof. No one's going to believe you. But then Heather Chandler has security footage showing Veronica and JD in her house when they almost killed her. Ooh. Ooh. Chandler and Duke are counting money as Chandler is complaining about being emotionally attacked by Lizzie, even though Lizzie was literally calling her out for emotionally attacking Brianna. <sighs> Duke tells her to take a break and let her take care of Lizzie, and Chandler lets her. It keeps showing that dumb statue outside, though. And Veronica has a voiceover and makes a good point about how America treats suicide, but also... Um, this show, like, literally is, like, America treating suicide and being like, she should have killed herself weeks ago. You, your legs are useless. Like, this show is trying to be a commentary, but it's just a commentary onto itself about how badly this country treats mental health. <sighs> it's hurting my brain. It... <laughs> But she says that JD is the only one who makes sense, which is extremely false. He makes sense once or twice an episode, but that is it. This show has ruined my favorite character from you. Because 40 is great, but JD is hurting my perception of 40. I feel like JD is that one, like, little dude in the corner trying to be woke, but, like, is just doing it to get attention. Literally. He's literally Joe. <laughs> He's the Joe Goldberg of this show, and I don't have the mental capacity. <sighs> then uh, Veronica says that their love is the only thing that, only thing left that is real, which is so false. Our Ooh. love is gone. Boo! I want to <laughs> burn this show. I want to find a DVD of it 
So I can burn it or like smash it with a hammer. <laughs> Veronica and JD are making out by her locker when <laughs> Betty walks by. Oh, he's not making out with her shoulder this time though. Veronica offers to hang out with her that night, but Betty just walks away. She don't she don't have time for it. Duke drops a note in Lizzie's locker, implying that Ram was in love with her and killed himself for her. It backfires for Duke because it makes people sympathetic towards Lizzie. And apparently it happened to Lizzie at her last school, which must be rather traumatizing. They have two people give you an ultimatum that if you don't be with them, you're going to kill, your, kill yourself. Like, that has to be really traumatic. Yeah. Yeah. Chandler is pissed that this happens, who walks away, meanwhile, er, and on the way out, sets a garbage can on fire. What the fuck? Like, how? Oh, because she was, like, burning the tip of her eyeliner, and then that happened, and she lit <laughs> the eyeliner on fire, like, the eyeliner pencil, and then just dropped it in the can on her way out, and it just went ablaze. Hot. Betty's parents are waiting for her to scold her for getting an A minus because Betty's parents are literally just Asian stereotypes. And it's gross. They say Veronica is a bad influence and that everyone around her ends up dead. Betty's face suggests that she actually believes her parents. That night, Betty is on her computer and we get a flashback to when they were kids and their best friend decided Veronica is her best friend and gets the other half of those, like, BFF necklace. The best friend, whose name I've forgotten, is literally, like, a mini Heather Chandler and is just like, oh, you want to do this? Well, we voted. We're not going to do that. Sorry. Betty looks up the murder of that friend because she's dead. We found that out in another episode and says, oh, and sees that Veronica is slightly smiling in one of the pictures when she was younger. Betty shows up at JD's house and says they need to talk. She shares her theory with him that she thinks he's next to die. And JD is like, I'm scared of her. And like, puts on this big act. It's very obviously an act, though. Because we all know he's crazy. And he's like, she's crazy. Come with me, I need to show you. And Veronica is outside in her car and she follows them. Kurt shows up at Heather's and is upset because he knew about the note to Lizzie being written by him and not actually Ram. He stands up to her and says that she's not special and just like this big thing about how you're going to be working at the, at the makeup place at the mall and stuff like that. And then Duke is like, Heather Chandler put this up to you, didn't she? And he's like, yeah, but you know, you suck. And just, like, he says other stuff that's, like, from the heart. And gives a box from Heather Chandler that has a second-place ribbon and a note saying that she she needs to bring Chandler a slushie. J.D. parks and takes Betty to Butcher's Bridge and says that Ram did not kill himself. She gets out while J.D. grabs a knife. Um, we see that Veronica is watching and a hiker goes by as J.D. is about to stab her. And so J.D. just grabs Betty and kisses her. And Veronica is pissed. Betty pushes them off and that causes JD to drop the knife. And she's like, were you going to kill me? 
And as they start fighting, we find out that Betty has done ballet, gymnastics, martial arts, and track and field. Betty gets home but trips. JD catches up, but Betty hits him in the leg with a croquet mallet. And she's also done fencing. So they have a fencing battle. They fight with the mallets, and Betty beats the crap out of him with it. And then JD's like, okay, finish it. And she's like, no, I'm going to call the police like a normal person. Just being like, thinking in a world that you can just kill someone just because they, like, sure. But, like, most people won't do that, especially if they have the person who hurt them on the ground. Um, JD gets picked up by Veronica on the side of the road. And JD tells her everything except the kiss. And Veronica's very snippy about it. And it's like, you need to tell me everything. And JD is like, we need to fix this. And Veronica is clearly mad that JD didn't tell her about the kiss and speeds up, crashing the car to give him an alibi. The title card appears, and that's the end of the episode. I literally finished watching last night and finished my notes on it about like 3 p.m. today. We will be taking a very long break between the next episode of this. It won't be 10 months like it was between last episode and this episode. It'll be a few months, just not as many. I also will say that I'm currently working on another true crime episode. That won't be up for another, ah! another couple months, but I am working on it. I will not tell you the case, though. That'll be a oh, surprise. Man. Anyways, Bailey, what did you think? How bad were these two episodes? And on a scale from 1 to 13 reasons why, how bad was the commentary on suicide? Bro, 14. <laughs> I think, honestly, it should be, what? how is 13 reasons on a scale from 1 to Heather's? <laughs> like, I, I think Heather's has set the bar so high for how bad. It's like, it's bad. Um... I don't know what else to say about it other than I'm tired. Editing yeah. this is going to be a nightmare because I have to relive it again. Yeah. Okay. The sigh. The sigh. It's so sad. I'm so <laughs> upset right now. Okay. Go ahead. Let's just... <laughs> like let's get this shit over i'm done i'm done okay you can follow us on twitter at be gay podcast and you can follow us on instagram at be gay do crimes pod and you can join our patreon be gay do crimes podcast and sammy way me poo Will yes you marry me no oh you said yes! You said yes! Let's go! No. Okay, last time I, I said la yes last time and you literally got upset. And apparently you're, you're not into marriage, so get fucked. Yeah. Okay, <laughs> let me go to Tristan's house. Please do not propose. Tristan can't legally get married! No, you said get fucked. Oh. <laughs> you're disgusting. Anyways... <laughs> I'm stealing this okay. from you. Well, thanks for listening, and remember, be gay, gay and do, do crimes. crimes. <laughs> okay. Bye. I guys. I love you guys. <laughs> Don't text and drive. <laughs>